Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Oki Show Show. Happy New Year, everybody. This is our first episode in 2016. Ah! Ah! Such potential! So many, so many uh, unreached goals in 2015 that hopefully I'll get done this year. And uh, then I won't, and I'll have to push it to 2017. Someday. It's a thought that counts, right? Um, so what has been happening this year? Uh, well, I can say I started off the year by running over a bird with my car. I ran over a bird with my... If you're a bird and you get run over by a car, I think you kind of deserved it. So I didn't feel too bad. Because birds have the God-given gift of flight. They're basically the superheroes of the animal kingdom. If you get run over by a mortal confined to the earth car, uh, yeah, I, I guess you had it coming. But anywho, so well, we have a couple quotes from, uh, from listeners. Shane Smith says, anybody got a Groupon for the manly art of self-deception seminar? Shua Diesel says, you should have a solid five-minute monologue about how awesome I am. Okay, so here we go. My gosh, this guy, Shua Diesel. First of all, he drives a diesel truck. It's crazy. I know, who'd have thought? And so, um, yeah, I hope I get my truck back someday. Uh, Michaeline Stevenson says, trail dance is coming up, which it is. Go see Low Stakes by Blotto Films. Trail dance uh, film festival is going to be January 28th through the 30th, and, you're, and you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be there. Um, so here's some events that are happening this upcoming week. January 7th at 9 p.m., Feline Valentine is going to be playing at Sost. Again, it's going to be 9 p.m., and he's kind of a cool, um, kind of a folky indie um, singer-songwriter. He's great. He's, a, he's an old buddy of mine. Of course, there's going to be stand-up open mic on Thursday the 7th at JJ's Alley. Registration starts at 7.30. You should try, you know, just jump up on stage and just try some stuff. You know, you, you just got to take the leap. January 8th is my freaking birthday. I'm turning 29, which is the worst birthday. It's the last birthday in the 20s. And the only thing that you have to look forward to is turning 30. So I'm... I want to say I'm looking forward to it, but I don't even know because I just feel old. I just feel old, and every single time a birthday comes by now, I, since I've crossed the threshold of 25, all I can think of is, my God, what have I done with my life? So, yay. Um, that's pretty much the only, the, I, I guess, <laughs> can you call my birthday an event? Yeah, that's an event. Yeah, woo. That's pretty much it for this week. This week's episode is covering basic short form improv comedy i had a couple friends come in and it's a little bit of a different show but you should uh, stay tuned through the whole thing it's a lot of fun and it's pretty darn funny so here we go episode 10 of the yoki show show welcome to the yoki show show the podcast that goes into the finer details of oklahoma's film and music industry Today, I'm sitting across from three individuals that do improv comedy. And uh, you guys are all in three different improv troops. Mr. Jason Dowdy, who is returning for the... He's, our, he's only our, our first, our, our second repeat guest. I'm, I'm friend of the show number two. That's right. <laughs> Damn you, Zach, who I've never met, but you beat me to the punch, so... You've you never get, met Zach? I don't think I've ever met Zach. I can't believe that's even possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, what, what improv troop are you with? I'm with uh, Take One. Fantastic. And then... Miss Kelly Lawson. Dear friend Kelly Lawson, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yes. And uh, you are you you were also in Take One, but you yes. have been in several other groups. Yes. Uh, take One and then uh, Heel Turn is my other troupe that I'm in. Not, oh, yeah. Not currently active in the troupe. Which is totally fine because yep. you have two tiny ones. Yes. And one brand spanking new tiny one. Right, I just pushed new it out. Bouncing baby Just girl. pushed her out. Just squeezed her right out mm-hmm. and here you are. Yes, yes. It, Sneezed. You know, that was the, the, the that was just a couple hours ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, good. I'm recovered now. Yeah, yeah. No big yeah. deal. And then well, over here we have uh, John Tetzloff, another dear friend of mine, who is a uh, first time to the show. Duh. Woo. But uh, you are with. You just started up your own group called. Oh, that's not technically my group, but oh. as a group effort, ah. myself and some others, we've created a, a group called the Basement Dwellers at uh, UCO uh, down in Edmond, uh, University of Central Oklahoma. But I've also been part of Casual Friday and uh, Take One. That's right. And Casual Friday is the group that 
we all started a while ago, but we've become so freaking It was a dream. Busy. It was a dream. It was a dream that we just got to. Adulthood collided with the dream. It's still floating out there we did somewhere. did a couple shows. We still get random likes on Facebook. I know. Yeah, yeah we do. And we've done two sketch comedy Our social media too. is still live. But. Yeah. Because you're so laid back. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's We're casual. casual Friday. We can be casual. <laughs> But uh, we're so, so casual. We haven't done a show in forever. <laughs> I know we should. We should probably, you know, take our sweatpants off and we need to suit up. Yeah, we need to suit so up. What, what, suit if up did did what if we did that? What if we did one show and be like, all right, see you in two years? Like that, <laughs> yeah, that basically. becomes a thing. <laughs> yeah, because we started the improv group. We did a couple shows. We did a, a crap ton of rehearsing, and then you, John, went off to the military. Which, thank you for your service, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You selfishly had a baby. I had my first baby, yeah. <laughs> See, the <laughs> no, problem is we do have to do it every two years because that's how many times I have baby. I have a baby every two years. Right. Just, it's a recurring thing. I just keep having babies every two years. So if we could squeeze yeah. in a show between. So by the time you're 80, that means you're going to have like 60 kids. Yeah. Squeeze in a show because between squeezing math. out the kids. Right, right. Okay. I'm yeah. going to beat that that. Uh, whatever her 19 kids and counting, 21 kids and counting. Hey, that's, hey, that's your beat a record. Show. Yeah, I want to get paid to have babies. Okay, so what we're going to do today, this is going to be a different kind of episode. Normally we have like a big long interview and then we do improv. But since you guys are improvisers, we are going to do some improv games. We're going to walk our audience through the process that it takes to to basically put on an improv show. Because none of this is written. Everything's made up and the rules don't matter. I mean, we think we have something written. We We have have a basic outline here. We've got our games written down. But this is pretty much how a normal show would go yeah yeah like so we, have your set we, list yeah the only set difference list? is that we haven't played that's together it. in a long time and i am rusty as crap hey, that, that's so. that's fun that's the whole fun of the part yeah. people are gonna have to listen to you fail exactly we're all gonna laugh at you so we're gonna do a, uh this first game is called mind meld and uh john why don't you explain this game uh with mind meld uh it's just a little warm-up trying to get everybody on the same page and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start uh we're sitting in a circle here i'm gonna lean over to kelly and at the count of three we're gonna say some random words and then it's going to be Kelly and Jason's turn and you guys are going to use those two words that we spouted off and try to think of one thing that's associated and then say that word and the goal is to eventually say the same word right most so, common denominator right yeah, kind of yep, yep. thing and these Finally are what down. we're doing right now is called warm up games and that's it's really important to do that I should probably do it with my guests a lot more than I do <laughs> Agreed. Poor former guests. <laughs> What's some other reasons that, that doing warm up games is a, is a good thing? Trusting your, you know, your group that they're on the same page as you. You know, that that's what this game, this game is great for that. Knowing that you guys are of one mind and you're going to catch each other. If you have a thought, they're going to flow with it. Yeah, exactly. Because especially in this situation right here, like a lot of us have played together in other groups before. Um, obviously, not all of us have played together recently. Um, but when you're doing a format where... Uh, sometimes you have situations where your players aren't part of a troupe. It's just a bunch of players who are putting on a show and you need to make sure that whatever you, those players are doing, that everybody is, like you all said, on the same page. And yeah, and that happens functioning as a, a unit. lot with like the all-star shows with Oakley, OKC oh, yeah. Improv. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get random people from different groups and knowing how they are as individual improvisers and, and what their funny is is a good thing to keep in mind when you're playing with someone you don't usually play with. And it's, yeah. nice, and it's nice to get your brain uh, juiced just a flowing and flowing. juices are flowing because yeah. it, it, I need it's that funny right now. <laughs> everybody's like, Oh no, improv. I got to think that, that the point is not to flink. Yeah. Flink. Yeah. You think too think much. Flink. Yeah. It's not to think and you just kind of just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's play this game. This is mind meld. Three, two, one. Water. Bing Crosby. Water and Bean Crosby. Water and Bing Crosby. Okay. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. White Snow. Christmas. Oh, White Christmas and Snow. Who? Okay, right, here we go. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Danny holidays. K. Danny K and holidays. Da- Danny, Danny K? K and holidays. Because I went with White Christmas and Bing Crosby, dude. <sighs> All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Christmas, Christmas. album. Oh, oh it's so man. close. It's so close. <laughs> Christmas album and Christmas. That's pretty close. Whenever I do this with Laney, we have a rule oh, that we shoot. can't repeat a word, but that's okay in this scenario, right? No, you no. still can't. Repeat no, you're not the supposed word. to repeat the word. Okay, all right. So Christmas so is out. Christmas, Christmas is, out. is out, and so is Jeez. Christmas album and tree. <laughs> Three, Three, two, one. one. Jingle Vinyl. bells. Vinyl, Vinyl jingle, jingle bells. bells. Three, two, one. Nat record King player. Mm. Nat King Cole and record player. Okay. Ooh. Um. Oh. Um. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. The Christmas song. It's not the same song. It's called the Christmas song. Roasting on an open fire. We're talking about the same freaking thing. Does that work? Does that count? As much as you want it to count, it's count. That's not. That is not real. All right. All right. I'm so screwed right now. All right. Three, two, one. Frozen. Rose. What? That was not a word. Was this that rock paper scissors? So hey, just like remember rock, but you tried to poke out the scissors last second. I mean, fork. Is that what happened? Yeah. So you remember how we were talking about how Brian was going to fail at this? That just happened. English. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say roasting. Roasting. Right. And I said frozen. Frozen and roasting. Just say roasting. Yeah. The intent was roasting. Roasting and frozen. Yeah. Um. Okay. Frozen. Kay. Those are literally Kay. the opposite things. Three, two, one. one. Every Snowman. mother in America. Oh. Every mother in America and She's roasting frozen, like hey. literally like burning it because they've watched it twenty. Snowman times. and every oh. up mother in America. Snowman. Okay. It's too cerebral. Sorry. Three, <laughs> two, one. Disney frosty. on ice. Mm. Disney on ice and frosty. Okay. Okay. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. State Disney. fair. State, State fair. fair. <laughs> State Fair uh, and State Fair and what? I I said Disney. State Fair, State and, Fair Disney. and Disney. Um, you might have to zoom back out and then like refocus. Mm. Three, two, one. Frontier dogs. City. I don't even know. Ooh. Corn dogs and Frontier City. Ooh. Frontier City, Frontier City and I know corn how your brain dogs. Works. I know what that word was. Three, two, one. Blank. Because I literally forgot everything in my mind just blank. now. Blank, blank and, and carnies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Carnies, okay. Blank and Carnies, I got mm. this. I'm, I'm feeling you, but I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. You can't three, say three, that on just microphones. Two, they don't two, know what's going one. on. One, Fright teeth. Fest. Dang Missing it. teeth. Fright Fest? Yeah. Missing teeth and Fright Fest. Ooh, ooh, we're getting close. We're getting close. Missing teeth and Fright Fest. Okay. All right. Three, okay. Two, two, one. Redneck. Rednecks. Yes! 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 Such an I Oklahoma way to too. win that. Brian, you've redeemed yourself. Yes. Say rednecks. Please say rednecks. Rednecks. We're on the same page though. Yeah, we're getting yeah. pretty, we're okay. feeling, pretty good, good at that. So this next warm-up game we're gonna do, and this is this is a breaking game. And <laughs> Kelly, could you explain what breaking is? Uh, yeah, breaking is when you laugh in a scene. You know, you're trying to be serious, and you're in a scene, you're in the moment, and then all of a sudden someone says something funny, and you just crack up and break character. So those you moments know, we all Jimmy wait for Fallon. on SNL. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. But it's I mean, it's great to watch, not great to do. So we have to practice it, right? We gotta we yes. gotta get better at not laughing at each other because we're all hilarious people. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna play a game called British Guards. And Jason, could you uh, describe this game? I can't because I've never played it before. Oh, oh yeah. that's right, that's right, that's so, right. So, so the Brian. purpose, the purpose of this game, I mean, it, it's literally two people in a scene trying to break each other. So you just say something, super calm, super chill, but whatever it is, it needs to be outrageous enough to make that person laugh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're uh, this is British Guards, and we're going to start off with Kelly and uh, Jason since you haven't played the game. Sure. Before. All right, fair enough. All right, and uh, they're going to stand next to each other, facing not towards each other, but just facing the same direction. Facing out. Yes. And you're standing like British Guards. Standing at holding microphones. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like rapper British guards. And um, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Reginald. Stephen. I have a forest of butt hair. A forest, huh? A deep, dark, gnarly, gnarly, dirty forest. Deep, dark, gnarly, dirty forest. Sounds unplumbed. That it is, Reginald, and I need you to spread and shave. Spread and shave. Well, you're in luck. I didn't bring a razor, okay, but my Kelly, standard is a I didn't even have to do anything. We just, can, just because you're hiding it from the microphone doesn't mean we yes. can't see you it. You do that to yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't Cheater. hear it, so it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Oh, we saw it. All right. <laughs> no, so Jason wins. Yeah. So, so, like, now, so now one of us, either myself or Brian, are going to have to take him out. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take a shot right. at this. I usually get myself out because I say something that I think is funny. You totally. You every break time. yourself. I break myself every time. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Man, last night was something else, wasn't it? Yeah, totally was. I had no idea you could take so many. Bartholomew, you'll learn one day that jello shots are just a, just, just a precursor. 
I learned. I learned that. There it Jason, goes. this is your first time playing. And you I know. I mean, I know. why did you look at me, Brian? <laughs> You're you. You broke character. You guys are just trying to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> yep, that's we what's. And we're gonna come in and we're gonna own it in a second. Yeah, so we go. Hey John, you want to ding us in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, ding Group it. Group effort. Ding together. it. One, two, three. Go. Ding. <sighs> Charles. My Stephen. Testi- My testicles are aching, Charles. The testicles are aching. Is it your fault, Charles? I'm not the one who's knocking them around all the time. Who or are you? You know what you did. I know what I did, but it's not pertinent to your testicles. How are your testicles, Charles? My testicles are God smooth as a baby's. Kelly, do you think you got it? Jason, I think I'm pretty good to go. Go, go all for right, it. I'm gonna go. go, go. I'm gonna go. Right, Someone in, break this bad. All right, we got this. We got this. I just don't think anything's funny. That's the problem. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Jonathan, you really have to stop showing up late. Beavis, I'm pretty sure I've been here on time the whole time. How? The Queen hired... That's right. I interviewed last week, and I've been here seven days. That's how much is in a week. And I'm pretty sure that I've showed up on time. Seems no, I'm just, I'm just I really live con- next to my post. I'm just so. really confused because I'm just now realizing that my name is Beavis, and I can't see the Queen hiring someone with a name like Beavis. <laughs> well, you talk... You don't talk like I do, so, I mean, I don't know what accent I have. <laughs> what is that happening? Uh, I mean, I'm fairly certain we're just what? a bad... Uh, did you just bail on the bit? <laughs> I did. I'm. Uh, what you didn't know, Beavis, is that I'm totally a surfer, dude. Uh, right on, man. I'm homeless. I can have whatever accent I want. There's like a world of homeless people, man. Oh, that's quite incredible. You know, what's really interesting about you is you just stand there with that red hat on, and I've got this red beanie, which is, like, pretty close anyway, so, I mean, like, why don't you just adopt it? Because you're kind of, like, sweating everywhere. There's, like, a puddle underneath you. I don't believe in adoption. Adoption of what? Like, I'm not talking to you to take a child here. Like, that costs money, man. Yeah, I, 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 I come up with my own ideas, and then I peddle those, and then that's because of what I do well, and I, what I you buy. You peddle a lot because I see you riding your bike every Thursday, man. Bike? Yes. You know that we use horses. Well, your horse is pretty melt metal and, like... Roundular and stuff. Roundular is a very <laughs> excellent yeah. word. You just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Dang yes. it. I was trying to keep it in character. Beautiful. Jason. You were like freaking shape-shifting, John. I don't know what happened to me up there. Are we going to keep going with this or are we going to move on? Because I'm, we're going to move on sure. because apparently Jason is heartless. Apparently, yeah, I, Jason finds nothing funny. I find nothing and funny. And is a master of, of Not, just total I just stiff silence. Yeah. yeah. Just wait for everyone else you to screw like up. You also like repeated what we said a lot. So I just don't know if that's like a like a theory behind you're not breaking. Oh, mm. yeah, mm. it's method. It's a theory. Method. I internalize it Never and then go. I bring it back out. I also saw you pinching your nipples. Um, does that help? No, that's just. I just imagined it and I made just it up. All the humor just hides in your beard. You imagined it. I imagined it happening. He's laughing I, now. He's laughing you now. You wouldn't be the first. <laughs> He's laughing now. Right, here we go. So we have a couple of sponsors that uh, help the OK Show show continue to run like a well-oiled machine. John, go ahead and read that. Brought to you by Theater Popcorn. You thought you had self-control, but then you went through two XL buckets without sharing, and will soon be investing in antacid. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so we're going to move on to some more complicated games. Now, what we just did was warm-up games, and uh, let's explain these kind of starter games. And these are basically the kind of games that we've been doing on the show with guests that don't do improv at all, and they've been freaking killing it. But uh, this first game is called Onion Peel. And Kelly, why don't you explain what this game is and why why it's good to yeah, do? Yeah, um, so usually Onion Peel is played with about six or more players. Uh, we're going to do it with four. But it's a, it's a great game to start um, establishing scenes and incorporating all of the actors or improvisers into the scene one by one. Um, it starts with an individual who does their own individual solo scene. And then someone will join with kind of an inspired new idea based off their 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 scene and start a totally different direction, like go in a different direction. And then we add another person in, so you have a totally new three-person scene, totally new four-person scene. Uh, and then you take those people out. So one by one, four, three, two, one, you're left with that loner doing his own scene, but maybe time has passed or something's changed. Um, it's a good scene for an audience. Uh, they get to see kind of different aspects of each 
improviser and what they can do. Um, okay, this is actually, I think this is the first time that I've played this game. Okay, all right. So um, I'll be the last. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Billy really messed up my shoulder. Oh, he was picking on me all the time. I, I just I really thought that I thought I could stand up to him. You know, I just oh, so tough. I just I don't know. Richard, come in here to the nurse's office, please. I need you to come in here, and I need to take a look at your face. Um, it's broken out into a red rash. It's hideous. Uh, I I really I don't like what I see, Richard. I'm I'm I'm, th- I'm sorry. I just uh, I just I just. I just, I've been camping, and I just, I just, I just, I see my mom with all these, like, natural remedy, like, faith, faith creams and stuff, oh, so Richard, I just, like, no. saw these leaves, and I said, I'm just gonna put them on my face. Oh, Richard, no, no, no. <sighs> okay, okay, I don't know why you had to come into school with that hideous face of yours, uh, but I'm going to put on a natural cream. It's gonna be a natural cream, and it's going to take care of that. I can't take care of all the kids making fun of you, Richard. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I just, I just want to salute him. That's all, that's all I want. I just, it's whatever you want. Nurse Tamara, we really need to talk about your methods with the students. You're being rather forceful, and we really need to, a uh, little, uh, what's his butt over here? He came to me crying. He's not in any of my classes, so, uh, but I really, really feel like I need to, Address this. He he was he seemed very upset by how how you were addressing the the rashes. Oh, I was. I I I, I saw you talking to that little kid. And he just wanted he just wanted some help, and I just like was like, why? <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I'm the medical professional here. I am a nurse. Okay, I went to school for this, so I can identify and properly treat these rashes on the children. And I'm sorry, if the child both? is being a little bitch. Can you know? Can I... you? What if someone comes in here and they just they need all the help in the world and they, they, like they can't help it? What if their medical condition is being a bitch? Are you gonna be able to help them then? Sweet mother of Moses, it's Mickey Mouse. <gasps> Hi, fellas. Oh my goodness, Mom, Jerry! I'm so excited to be here. Oh, Jerry, I'm so glad to bring you here. Oh gosh, you should say hello <gasps> to my friend here. Oh, hi guys, it's Goofy. Oh, <laughs> Jerry, it's Goofy. Jesus, it's Goofy. Don't. Welcome to Disney World. Now, Jerry, don't get too excited. I didn't put your diaper on, okay? So I need you to calm down. Sweet mother of God. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, boy, oh. are you ticklish? <laughs> oh, please don't <laughs> tickle him. Touch me more, Goofy. Touch me more. Please don't tickle him. He is, he is, he's got an uncontrolled bladder, and he just wanted to see you guys, but I don't want him urinating. Mickey Mouse, I literally just peed myself. <laughs> oh, it smells like pee and feces. Okay, now listen, I'm your boss, and I understand that you're the medical professional here, but the problem is not so much your expertise, but the tone you're taking with the kids. They're, they're, they just, they feel like it's, you're, you are a position in a position of authority. Yeah, I, mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe if we could just, you know, talk to them at their level <laughs> instead of, you know, yeah. at your Can obviously you superior level. Sure. I came to this meeting, thought we were going to get something out of it, but I don't even know what's going to come of it. You, sir, need a counselor, and I need you to stop being a little. All right, this is a perfect example. Instead of it being accusatory and saying, you need to go to the counselor, how about saying something like, you know, something nice. sounds like something that the counselor could help you with. Yeah. Fine, 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 fine. Okay, listen, okay. I'm going to put this liquid in your face. Not on it, but in your face. I'm going to inject it with a needle. Okay, um, it's going to sting, and I need you to just kind of suck that up and just deal with it. But it's going to make the rash go away. Is it, is it, uh, is it, is it just all the, the organic stuff, or is it, is it natural remedies? Oh, no, 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 no. This is chemicals. It's, it's chemicals I found in the cleaning storage closet, but, but they're totally safe. Okay? Is, it, is it my only option? If you want to continue going to the school, yes. Just bring it on, nurse. Bring it on. Fine, right fine. Just... Great. Well, Billy... You win today, but you're not going to win tomorrow. As soon as I bandage this up, I'm coming to school, and I'm going to suck you a good one. Yes. So that was Onion Peel, and and uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, joke structure. Improv is not about just being funny. It's about setting up a joke and then landing the joke. So tell me about how you guys go about doing that in a scene that is completely unscripted. You just hope for the best. <laughs> I think one of the things that uh, I've grown to learn is that funny comes out of natural, everyday things. 
And the sooner that you stop trying to be funny, the sooner you're going to notice what normal things in everyday life are hilarious. And then you're going to start to play on those kinds of things. Cause we do, we do that all the time, but we, we, we've had some warm up warm ups and just like kind of, uh, beginning games when we were in like practice and stuff like that, that, uh, we're just having an everyday scene and you're trying not to be funny and the goal is not to be funny and we'll ring the bell as soon as something's funny or like everybody laughs and you're like, ah, oh, start over. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's surprising how quickly doing laundry can become hilarious. Sure, oh yeah. yeah. You're, you're hitting the audience where they totally feel related to, you know, you're touching right. on things that they can understand and grasp. And uh, that's really important when you're setting up a joke. I mean, knowing that the audience is going to feel you on that same level. Yeah. And just being also being able to turn everyday things on their head in a very absurd kind of way right. or look at them from a different angle. Misdirection. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like uh, on its surface, this, you know, scene could be about, you know, family relationships, but really it's about Mussolini and his, you know, yeah. r- rise to power I've as subtext. Said, yeah. And you can, you know, work in that kind of, I've always thought that was one really interesting formula of a joke of uh, of uh, juxtaposition and misdirection, and misdirection can kind of be absolutely the juxtaposition of. And juxtaposition is like water, wine, a rock. Well, that last part is kind of out of nowhere and has nothing to do with the first three, and it catches the audience off guard. And so it, that is kind of a formula for being a joke. Yeah. And then the other one would be misdirection, which is it's going one way, and then something completely out of left field comes in. What were some of the previous jokes that we just did? There was a couple of misdirections that were in there. Um, was <laughs> when she was doing the the medicine in the face, and it was like, and it was like, oh, she's giving him medicine. Oh, he's like talking about like whether it's organic or not. She was like, well, I'm gonna give it to you. Like, like is this my only option? Well, if you want to keep going to the school or not, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So um, we're gonna play another game called Should Have Said, and we played this before on the show, but not with awesome improvisers. Um, totally awesome. John, explain yeah. yeah. should have said. Should have said is uh, we're going to carry out a normal scene and uh, we're going to get a suggestion and we're going to have two people. Uh, we might even have a walk on. Just depends on if the scene is lacking or if we need we explain need, needs that extra umph. Explain what? Explain a walk on. A walk on. A walk on is uh, uh, some games we have it and uh, it, we, we always have them enter. Uh, and it, it, I think originally it's just been created because. Sometimes a scene, as much as you try, will not be landing, and you just need that one person to come on and just give it that extra oomph that it needs for the audience to like get back in the game and yeah, and yeah. so I mean it, yeah, it yeah. introduces a new energy that yeah. wasn't there exactly. Before, yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah, they there might have go. heard something or seen something that could be taken in a just juxtaposed way yeah. or a totally yeah. misdirected way and, and add something that you weren't thinking of. It's yeah. definitely right. a nice little crutch that the the other people on stage know. That if the scene just tanks, or if it's not going where they had planned, they, they know that there's someone that could come in and save us. Now, um, for the rest of should have said, uh, well, uh, we'll be carrying out the scene, and someone will say maybe a word, maybe a phrase. Say, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I went outside to feed the donkey. Oh, yeah, I went outside to feed the cat. Oh, yeah, I went outside to feed myself. And, and nice I, juxtaposition right there. You, you change the word, you change yeah. something, and, and I, I tend to lean towards that formula. It's like same, same, different. Yeah, that's when kind I'm of playing an insider secret with games is that you do it three times, and the third yeah. one is way off. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes it's funny to not change it too much, and we'll have people ring the bell five hundred different times. <laughs> yeah, and you just that's run out also of fun exhausting the poor actor. Oh man. So here we go. We're gonna do should have said. It's gonna be a scene with Jason and Kelly, and okay. um, let's go with a object dental floss dental, dental floss. floss all right here we go should have said with dental floss <sighs> okay so we've been over this a few times uh obviously we couldn't bring the guns with us because it's going to make too much noise the knives are going to leave fingerprints so we're slitting throats tonight yeah yes slitting throats like with a wire yeah well, with you know guitar strings with my sharp fingernails. Exactly. Because that's why I've been having you file them down, go into the nail salon every week. They're pointy. They, they are, are pointy, pointy. And they're also stylish. I got French tips. Oh, and they're gorgeous too. I oh, mean, thank you. you. Get, they're just, you know, so pointy and... 
I really like the uh, sparkly lacquer that they put on there. Thank really you. Nice. No one notices. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, they're going to be covered in blood soon, but whatevs. Well, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, consider it getting your nails done again. <laughs> right. You're treating yourself. <laughs> right. Treat yourself. <laughs> right. You know, like, gift me my own good things. Right. You know, like, I'm going to make you pay for this after I murder a bunch of people. <laughs> Right, you know, totally. you're gonna you're gonna pay for that. Well, you know, hopefully they'll have some money on them that we can kind of pilfer. Oh, stealing! Yeah, I mean, you don't just kill people for no reason. <laughs> oh, you don't just kill people to steal their money. <laughs> right. You don't just like walk out and like break into someone's house and slaughter them mercilessly and not take something for yourself. <laughs> right, because we're not sociopaths, right? right? I mean, we do this for a reason. Yes, we do this for the fun of it. <laughs> right. We do this because we don't know anything else. Right. We do this because we cannot help but feel sorry for these people and just take them out of their terrible lives that they think are just so happy. It's a public service. Exactly. It's, it's for the common good. It's because that dude that runs around upstairs told me to. That dude running around upstairs is my father. That dude running around upstairs is my cousin. That dude running around upstairs jumped out the window last week. What? Yeah. What? I've been hearing him ever since, though. Like, maybe he's in my head now. What? No, that's so sad. What? I just thought I talked to him yesterday, but apparently it wasn't him. Well, did you talk to him in the house or outside of the house? No, I went Because he could still be alive. He's haunting me. He's haunting me. He's haunting you. Oh, no. Well, if that's the case, we know who we got to call. I'm not going to say it. No way. New song. Tell me how am I supposed to live without you? Was exactly. I'm going to fight them all. A seven nation army couldn't hold me back. I just, I'm sorry. I thought we were going a totally different direction with that song, but you. You hit me to my core. We Ooh. are a seven nation army. We are. Well, I'm ready to do this murder thing. All right, let's do this murder thing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. So that I, that was a great example of juxtaposition. Um, a nice little insider comedy uh, trick. Or yeah, and, and I want to throw out there too, just because we got the suggestion dental floss, obviously that wasn't even uh, really brought up, but we kind of took it in a direction that well, yeah because yeah. the initial yeah. idea was i was gonna you know slit people's throats with, with dental, dental floss, floss. Right, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that never Still came out but people's it, throats, yeah. though yeah yeah, yeah. Well, all and, that matters and john talk about the bell talk about the controlling the bell uh, the, the bell is a it's a it's it's you're a, not ringing it at just random places like it's no strategic. Uh, it's it's mostly like uh taglines like uh, you really you really got to get a feel for uh a good moment to like a, a word or a phrase that you can that when changed becomes hilarious and it changed the entire idea of what the statement they just made. That's 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 where the funny comes in. Mm-hmm. Is when you know they were going down this road, and you said, "Nope." Yeah, no. And <laughs> dead the, end. The story just keeps dead changing. end, buddy. <laughs> and I love how the, with that game, it's con- it's constantly introducing new information that they had no idea that they were going to end up on. Ooh, so we're going to play the next game. This is kind of an intermediate game again. Um, this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And Kelly, could you explain this game? Um, yeah, it's a it's an interview game. Typically, you have an interviewer or someone who is asking the audience um, to question three people who happen to be experts in a certain subject. Uh, typically we get that subject as a suggestion. The premise kind of goes, one person gives good advice, one person gives bad advice, and one person gives advice that probably you'd never hear or think of or wish to right. hear ever in your life. Yeah. So, Another um, juxtaposition situation. Yeah, each person picks their own character and sticks to that, but, but um, they don't always have to be normal characters, I'd right. say, as well. So who so, wants to be the host here? Um, I'm fine with questioning. If you guys want to play, you guys. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, yeah, okay. Kelly, you have a wonderful question interview Ooh. question generator. Wonderful. So there we go. And if now it does, we are experts in what subject though? Oh, and everything. In everything. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be. Everything. You okay. can pick one. We sure sort of have been conjured from the depths of whatever. Yes. Mystical. We just keep pressing it. So I mean, whatever. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna start with uh, maybe one specific thing but we'll go off into uh 
everywhere land. All right, right. Who, gonna so good? Jason's gonna be good. I'll uh, be bad. You'll be bad. Uh, John's gonna be bad, and then I will be ugly. Because you are. Well, <laughs> this is this is the game. This is what you're only ugly to me, to Brian. Only to me. I'm just butt ugly. No, just to me. That's why I'm. This is why it's an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a you got a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, yep. So this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Starting now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me here in Westminster, Oklahoma. Yes, that's a town. Uh, we're at City Hall here, and we're going to ask these fine individuals some questions about our uh, our fine Oklahoma government. That's right, Oklahoma government. It's going to be really fun. Um, they are experts. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves, but you probably already know them. <laughs> All right, let's start with uh, number one over here. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, I am uh, Oklahoma City Councilman Flores McGillicuddy. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Flores McGillicuddy. Uh, can you please uh, briefly describe your position here in the government and what you do? Well, to be completely honest, I just kind of listen to the mayor talk about whatever it is he wants to do. Good. And... You know, make up my own mind as to whether or not that's a good idea or a bad idea based on what my constituents tell me. And Great. if I disagree with my constituents, well, you know, they elected me to represent them. So <laughs> there's, sometimes there's a little pull, push and pull there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Suck it, audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Uh, number two, can you please introduce yourself? Explain what you uh, do in the government here in Oklahoma. Yes, uh, I am uh, Mayor Goodman. Mayor and, uh, Goodman. I'm Mayor Goodman of Westminster, Oklahoma. Mayor of Westminster. That's yeah, very nice. I uh, found myself in this office. Wonderful. All right. And it's uh, uh, it's been a good run. I'm uh, just kind of on the way out. I okay. Mean, whatever. Uh huh. Number number. We'll uh, see how those things go. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Um, you're fit. You're finished. Yeah. Okay. Number three. <laughs> go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to our fine fellows here. Yes. Thank you for having me on your fine program. I just want you to know that I'm not going to tell you my name because it's private. And as far as my residence goes, well, I happen to live inside of a large volcano on the side of town that no one knows about, but that's neither here nor there. Go on. All right, all right. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, so Flores, Flores was it? Flores yes, McGillicuddy. Flores McGillicuddy. All right, Flores. Um, I have kind of You can a call me Flo. Flo. Wonderful, wonderful Flo. Um, it sounds like... One of our fine audience members has a problem with their pet. What do you do when your dog gets ill? Number two. Well, as you know, I'm in office. So uh, being in office, uh, we are encouraged to have friendly animals. I had a beagle named uh, Clove. And uh, little Clove, they didn't feel like he looked best on camera. Uh -huh. So uh, they uh, went ahead and replaced him every six months without me knowing. Explains why uh, a lot of the household items got destroyed and mm -hmm. the bad habits kept changing. And I thought I was training training my dog correctly, but uh, you know, whatever whatever looks best for the country, you know. All right, I have no idea how to kind of yeah. Neither cram do I. I don't, I don't know which one. I don't know how long ago I lost Clove. Okay. All right. Clove. Clove is gone. Clove. Hey, hey, Clove! If you're out there, little boy, Daddy loves you. And uh, I would just like to say, I miss your warm snuggles. Oh, that night. okay, that's 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 embarrassing. Oh, Flo, Flo, can you please give some, maybe some more normal insight on, on how to handle a pet being ill? Well, usually when my pets get ill, it's because it's of their own doing, and they've eaten something they weren't supposed to eat. So mm -hmm. you force feed them hydrogen peroxide, oh. so they vomit up whatever it was that they ate they weren't supposed to eat. Uh, based on their body weight, you know, you don't want to, like, go in there just mamby-pamby and just pour a bottle <laughs> of hydrogen peroxide down right. your papillon's right. throat. You'll kill the damn thing. Yeah. But, no, you can uh, you can definitely uh, – th there are ways you could take care of it yourself if you're uh, of limited means. Or you could go down to the local clinic and have them check your pup mm -hmm. out. And maybe they uh, swallowed something they weren't supposed to. Maybe they got, you know, canine AIDS. Oh, my. Um, I didn't realize it was a thing, but – Apparently it is. I'm so sorry if your animal has had canine AIDS before. Uh, not my animal in particular, but one of my constituents ah. did have uh, some complaints about some uh, K-9 
canines in the area with uh, some questionable, making some questionable decisions with their sexual propriety. Sounds like a maybe a subject we need to take up with uh, animal control. Perhaps. I, I think you're right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, a mysterious numero tray <laughs> over here. I'm kind of taking a liking to you with your mysteriosity. Um, yes, it happens, you know. Can you please uh, tell me what you do with your ill pets? I'm curious. Well, you know, I don't really have that m- that problem really because whenever my my uh, canine companion reaches a terrible demise. I use them for fuel for the Zeppelin. I'm provided by another dog named uh, uh, Clove, and the the Zeppelin continues to stay in the sky, and so it just continues to happen over and over. I'm not sure who's providing these canines, but it's really lovely. (coughs) The the Zeppelin's doing quite well. (coughs) All right, so you just basically adopt or kidnap or capture a new animal or just wanders into a Zeppelin area? I have an associate who takes care of all that. His name is Johnson. And Johnson provides me with all of Clive's, or Clove's, I'm sorry. And in uh, the Zeppelin continues to stay in the sky. And, um, right. you know, we, you know, eventually we shall take over the world. But uh, as you were saying, yes, Master, yes. I have this sack of puppies for you. Oh. Would you. Where would you like me to leave these uh, puppies? Ah, yes, Johnson, why don't you put that in the corner over there? Ah, yes, in the corner. Yes, as always, thank you, sir. Yes, they're adorable. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we only have one. Uh, one more question left. A time for one question, everybody. So please uh, maybe direct this more toward, like, I don't know, Governmental issues, if since it's kind of a city hall meeting. Um, oh, okay. It looks like we have one last question. Um, what? Uh, all right. What's your least fa- favorite food to eat? Well, my least favorite food to eat is the. Uh, what do you call it? You know that food that people make from like Syria, and mm. it's just you know it's. Ethnic. Oh, okay, okay. I think I'm going to go ahead and stop you right now. Thank you very much for that um, input. Yes. Um, ethnic food. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Mayor, I think we all, all are very curious about what your least favorite food is to eat. Well, as you know, I'm in office. So uh, being in office, uh, they recommend a strict regimen and diet oh, plan. Yes. And... Uh, that involves, uh, uh, apparently I'm a vegetarian now. Oh, my God. Uh, Can you go any slower? I used to, I used oh. to, I used to like meat. I used to, I used to like a lot of things. You know, you know who else liked meat? Oh, Clove. Clove. And yeah. Johnson, Clove. Johnson was been, has been working for me since the very beginning. And, and apparently he's been, he's, you've been the one replacing all the dogs? And you gave it to this guy? Okay, all right. He'll my be dog, Clove, has been running his mother- I'm so sorry. No. Z- Mayor. Z- Mayor. Zeppelin. Huh? Mayor. Huh? Please. Well, please. I'm in my last term. I don't give a shit. No, you are. All right, ladies and gentlemen. As I'm you know, so I'm so sorry office. that our mayor has just cursed on live television. Vegetarians. Uh, I hate to ask this, but fine. Let's ask. What is your least favorite food, mysterioso man, who I am hoping to take to dinner later? Better not have eaten clove. Kale. I'm so sorry. I'm no longer interested. Thank it's you. It's absolutely disgusting. Yes. Um, that. But when it's wrapped in clove, I will say that it is quite delicious. I mean, oh my gosh! You say, ate clove. I mean, we Hold throw on, clove up into the fridge. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we have lost control of the city hall. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to sanity. <laughs> <laughs> That was beautiful. That was the good, the bad, and the ugly. That was fun playing that with you guys again. <laughs> it's been a cool minute. As soon as you're saying you're losing dogs, I'm like, well, <laughs> I know where I'm as going. As soon as you said Johnson, I was like, he works for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the fun thing. Let's talk about that for a second because that's kind of the fun thing about there's a progression here. Mm-hmm. Because there's that juxtaposition aspect to the game, but then there's also something that the previous person will say that may give you an idea sure, for a joke. building and on, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, like, for me as the last person in that line, like, I had plenty of time to start coming up with stuff to kind of throw things totally off. It's a beautiful thing called a gift, and uh, mm-hmm. normally... Uh, and that's we not work talent. No, it, that you know, is it's what? Sometimes it's talent, sometimes it's just an accident, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, we do a lot of exercise, and you, you want to give your partner uh, in the scene a gift. You want to give them like endowments. You want to you want to give them suggestions and and little hints and little presents uh, that add information and depth 
to the scene and can overall make them hilarious. Yeah, you're, so, uh, you're setting them up for success, um, offering up a lot of different options of where to take the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's. I love, I love listening and bringing in just like the smallest bit of information that someone might have thought that was just like a minuscule part of their character, and I'll bring it back as like a main part. Love it. Um, so we're gonna play some actual. Oh, actually, we have some sponsors that we have to read. The, the Oki Show Show is brought to you by uh, Mommy's Juice. Drink it first thing in the morning. Uh, it's the only drink that will get you through that awful show, Caillou. It's wine. You're drinking wine. <laughs> Every morning. I love that mommy juice. All the soccer moms just like, yes. It's wine. We all know it. So we're running a little short on time, so we're going to play some longer games. Yay! That makes yeah, sense. Short on time. Short Long on games. Time. Longer games. So let's play uh, this next game John invented while we're sitting here. And that's the great thing about improv games. Let's talk about that for just a second. Like improv games, Kelly, um, what all does it take to make an improv game? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, it's, it's as easy as finding one funny, um, maybe one funny suggestion or um, something, something interesting about the way an action is done. Or, I mean, in this case... Um, with this game that, that was just thought up, you know, we were looking for, for possible suggestions and on a cell phone, we were just, you know, hoping to find, we don't, we, we don't, we don't have an audience member, right? So we don't have anyone to get suggestions from. Right. So, uh, you know, John got creative over here, pulled out a cell phone and then decided that we could turn it into a game by, by using that cell phone and all the suggestions, uh, in a repeating manner, recurring manner over and over again. And yeah. And John, go ahead and explain the game. It's called TMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a brand it's, new game. It's only an hour old. Co- copyright via John Gerhardt Tetzloff Jr. Fact, this is the first time it will ever be played. We haven't even rehearsed this oh, game. Oh, snap. Whoa. World Take premiere. note, everyone. Oki Wor- uh, Show Show world premiere. Yes. <laughs> With a group effort, we called it TMI, too much information, because that's exactly what the actors are going to be getting, is too much information. They're going to hold a regular scene, and every 30 seconds, my phone is going to change suggestions. And I'm going to shout it at them, and they're going to have to incorporate it into the scene one way or another, maybe indirectly, maybe directly. We'll see what happens. Yep. There you go. So the scene's going to be with uh, Jason and Kelly, and I will be a possible walk-on. And um, let's, get a, let's get a starting topic. Visitor. Visitor. All right. TMI. World premiere in three, two, one. Oh, God. Seriously, Stephen, your mother's coming. I really... I just, you could have told me before, like, I don't know, five minutes ago when I could clean the toilet, she's going to judge my toilets. Well, it is, you know, Christmas is coming. Okay. And she comes every year, Mm -hmm. so I figured it was just kind of understood that she would be staying with us this year. Well, well, you know, you never told me that she wasn't dead this year, okay? So every year I expect to hear that maybe she's dead and... Cars! And, you know, like, she died in, like, a horrible, really painful car crash. I don't know how she dies. I don't know how your mother's going to go out in this world. But I know that it's probably she's going to judge me first, very harshly with her words, before she dies. Well, that hypothetical scenario would only make sense if you were in the car with her, which you you would never be caught dead in a car with my mother, right? No, of course course not. (laughs) She's a horrible driver. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, why? I mean, that scenario doesn't even make any sense. No, honey. What I are you would thinking? never be. A, I mean, I have to sit in the same room with her at dinner, and that's like about as much as I can handle. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, you're funny. You tell you tell, tell such funny truths. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta come to terms with the you know shortcomings of your own family. I understand my mother can be a pain sometimes. A pain. W- a pain. Yeah. You're just gonna say she's just a pain. Crime. I mean, I understand that she did embezzle $15,000 from my pri- my own business, but, you know, she was she needed that, that money. That was for our children's college fund. It was for our children. She took it. I just, you know, maybe I'm not one. You know what? Christmas is a time for not judging, right? Right. Right. So I guess I won't judge your mother about taking our children's college fund. And, I mean, in all fairness, she's little... She's still around. She has a little bit of money saved up after, you know, her surgeries and her, you know, medical condition. Right, because she was beaten in prison. Let's not bring the prison part up. Okay, I won't bring it up. She only gets out once a year. Fine. Honey! 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 
Hi, honey. Hi, mom. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Raven. <laughs> lead. I'm so glad that you decided to lead me in the right direction finally, because this is getting taxing. I'm glad that you were able to stop, you know, stop that stealing of yours. <laughs> I say that in the lightest, most funny way. Caring and loving. That's a nice <coughs> necklace you have. Now, mother, we we've talked about this. I know you just you know just got out, but let's try to let's try to steer our attention at things like you know family and togetherness, and you know your grandchildren are religion, here. and the, you know Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes, it's so Christmas. He's so great. He's it's Christmas he's time. Just the best. Oh, did you did you find <laughs> Jesus in prison? He's is just that? the best, especially is when he takes care of all of those oh people. Wait, Jesus takes care of sins, not people. What people did he take care of for you? Oh. And are we talking about the same Jesus? <laughs> the infidels, you know. Oh. Whoa, 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 oh, the infidels. Okay, okay I the can't infidels. handle this. Uh, m- mother, can, can I... Can, Songs. Can I have a sidebar with you for a second? Sure, honey, All let's right. talk. Let's talk. Do you I'm have a, a cigarette? Uh, yes, here, here. Do you, you I'm need I'm so glad you haven't you quit go. yet. Yeah. Thank you. I know all right, honey, in, what do you want to I say? I know when you were in prison, you learned all those little, like, sing-songy limericks about, you know, taking care of the infidels. But those aren't, I mean, you were in Guantanamo Bay. You need to consider the source. Those aren't the kinds of carols that we need to be singing this time of year. They're beautiful carols. He! And he wrote them so well. I know I know. Jesus did a really good job, but his name, it's pronounced haste. Building! It's not. It's pronounced Jesus, and I mean, you were stuck in that prison and that building for so long with these criminals. I, I was. I was with a lot of guys named Jesus, and for some reason, they all had huge balls. It's amazing. Planes. And I know Jesus didn't fly that plane into the building, but he's still guilty of crimes against humanity. Skin. Well, I mean, he just had the best skin. I mean, when you're, whenever you're just alone. Did he have any skin tips? You know, my, my wife. Wilderness. My wife. Ever since we went on that camping trip, my wife's been really struggling with, you know, some of the, you know, poison oak she picked up. Do you have? Did he give you any skin tips? Wood. Well, I could give you some wood tips. Some wood tips. Oh, I'll tell you a thing okay. or two. Okay, Writing. The toilets are clean. The toilets are clean. I'm sure they're cleaner than they were in prison. Um, so if you want to come check them out, if you ever need to urinate in our toilets, beast, feel free to, you know, release the beast or whatever they call it, loose the drain, the dragon well, or whatever. Zeus could release the beast in the toilet. I'll tell you that. And see. <laughs> oh, that was yes. a beautiful game. I loved that. I'm, yes. I'm, I like how that goes. I like how you accelerated it at the end oh, there. Yeah. That was yeah, a good choice. You have to. Well, <laughs> talk about that a little bit because that, there's a trick there. Um, uh, uh, are you talking about like increasing it at the end? Because yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. trying to like. That's a little, that's a little improv technique in shows um, for live audiences. I don't even know how to explain it. You explain it because you well, you it's like know a how to call it out. Well, I feel like it just oh, escalates. Yeah. The, the, it, the, it escalates the uh, the risk. The um, yeah, it gives it. Yeah, it heightens the. Um, you have more to lose, right, or yeah. more to gain from each each suggestion, and it causes the action to happen a lot faster. Yeah, the debut yeah. surprise world premiere of TMI. <laughs> I like it. That was a fun game. That was a lot like uh, should have said, but like. There's just a crap ton of should have said. Should have said, or not should have said. I'm sorry. I'm thinking whose line is We already played should have said. I'm thinking whose line is it anyway, and that's a game where you have lines that are written and the actors pull out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have them on pieces of paper, and we we just like throw them into random parts of the scene. But uh, I guess this is like a new take on it. I think that's how a lot of improv games are kind of formed. I mean, in Casual Friday, when we we were in Casual Friday, we we tweaked a couple games to be specifically business oriented. Yeah. Um, water cooler. Yeah, fun. water cooler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took you know a basic maybe structure of a game, but added our own twist, and that's a lot of times I think how games are created yeah. for the audience and maybe the specific yeah. and troop. That's al- and that's also how, yeah, like you were you yeah. were just about to say before I rudely interrupted no, you. No, no, how no, a lot fine. of troops, you know. Dick. Yeah, hey. Dick. I don't have one, so I can say it. Yeah, true. Yeah. True that. Or do I? Anyway, you continue the thought that I was going to finish. No, yeah, no. It, it, you know, forming a game maybe to fit your troop's personality or your troop's theme. You know, take one does a lot of movie 
they they do movies, literally movies in in a I show. Think we've I think we've gone away from that. Oh yeah, well we you know it's been ten months. That's what having a kid happens. Yeah. It's been ten months since yeah. I've been there, so you know I mean, but at the time we we kind of morphed a lot of mm-hmm. our games to that specific genre, like creating movie or whatever we were doing. But now do whatever you guys do, whatever bitches, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Someday Deuces. I'll come back. Mic drop. Yeah, yeah. So um. Let's uh, let's let's kind of wrap it up. Would you like to have any kind of final remarks to give to anybody that's interested in getting into, into, into improv comedy, into acting? Uh, what advice would you give? Um, well, don't be afraid of it. I mean, I I discovered improv from acting. I was a theater major, and you know, thought I was going to be an actor. An of course. actor. Yes, yes. I did a lot of Shakespeare, and um. One day in class, we had someone come do some improv, improv games in class, and I thought it was way better than doing any shows I've done, mm-hmm. and just tried it out. I mean, I you can't be afraid to fail. That's just don't be afraid to try it out. And if you suck at it, so what? You suck at it, but at least you tried. It's fun. Yeah, we joke a lo- joked around a little bit about you know people failing at improv games, but there really is no yeah. such thing as failing right. at improv. Right? No, games. absolutely not. And, and that so- goes with everything yeah. and sometimes failure for an audience can be one of the more fun aspects of improv when somebody just up there and just blows it and you get to laugh and they get to have a laugh and they get to go home and nurse their ego and drink themselves to sleep but <laughs> they didn't really fail the, the audience still enjoyed it right exactly it's yeah. a it's all a game and to answer i know we're kind of rabbit trailing here a little bit but to answer your question about if people are interested in getting into improv i know we're kind of like you know softening it for people but if you're really interested in doing it, um, OKC Improv, mm-hmm. uh, they go to their website, uh, OKCImprov.com. OKC Improv. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're on uh, Facebook. You, they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook, Twitter. You can sign up for classes. Uh, there are several really good books about improv. Uh, UCB released the Comedy Improvisation Manual recently. Oh, so it's an excellent resource. Yeah. Um, there's a book called Truth and Comedy. It was written by uh, several people from uh, Second City or associated with Second City and have are just powerhouses del close mm-hmm. um it's one of yeah, the big get on names. get on uh, a yeah. netflix and watch ass cat i mean if you want to oh, see yeah. a good oh, example so of good. ucb's ass cat man mm-hmm. i mean you'll see an amy polar rocking the mm-hmm. house down and yeah, yeah that's the biggest thing is actually getting out and seeing improv and listening to improv yeah absolutely and uh and lastly you guys are all actors and so i want you to plug yourselves because you're fantastic actors and you're very creative actors. So I'd love to see you guys getting cast into things. And directors and producers out there better be freaking listening to these people because they're really, really good. So <laughs> Kelly, let's uh, let's uh, plug you. All right, all right. Where can um, we find you on social media? All right, well, yeah, Kelly Lawson. Um, find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. It's a lot of pictures of my kids, but I'm also on there looking cool. Creepy. Yeah. Um, and I, I tweet. I do tweet. Uh, you're, in the, you're in the Twitters? Yeah, K underscore law 18, I think is my tweet's name. So, or whatever it's called. So hip. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and Jason, oh God, where can we find you? Um, well, I, I would preface this by saying I'm more of an improviser than an actor and more of a musician than an improviser. But, but um, still. But still. Um, yeah, take, is, it take, is it still Take One Improv? Take One Productions. Take One Productions. Take One Improv. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I've got some projects that I'm going to be working on a uh, gaming uh, improv based YouTube gaming channel. Yes. Uh, that I'm trying to launch here after the beginning of the year. So yeah, that and then uh, if uh, you want to follow me around, um, I mean I'm personally on Facebook, but I've also got uh, Jason and the Executives. Yes. Uh, is my plug uh, the music. Okay, yeah, I'll plug the music. So I did this little project here back in April called Jason and the Executives. It's my one man band. And by one-man band, I mean I don't play it live because it's impossible, but I played all the instruments, and they're all like short, less than 30-second songs except for one, which you'll find when you get there. Uh, centered around, it's a, it's a comedic type of musical project. And John? Uh, well, uh, first and foremost, uh, I, I have two names right now because I'm going through a transitionary period of changing my stage uh, name. So you're going to become the next Caitlyn Jenner? Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Look for the articles in the tabloids. Johanna. <laughs> well, jo- I go. Uh, Johanna Tetzloff. <laughs> my real name is John Tetzloff, so you've, uh, you've you'll probably find a lot of stuff with my name listed as that. And uh, Jesse oh. Tetzloff. <laughs> 
And then in Sorry. the future, I'm going to switch it over to John Gerhardt, which I'm also kind of doing some of the... Uh, that's your stage name. That's my Actor stage name. Yeah. name. John Gerhardt. And, uh, but yeah, first and foremost, I'm going for my education right now. So Bam. if you want to see any shows up at uh, the University of Central Oklahoma, I'll uh, be heavily involved with those more oh, than anything yeah. right now. And then after that, uh, I'm hoping to move off to Chicago. And uh, no, no, you're not. No, yes, you're not. You I will son of send a, bitch. a postcard, and I will fly back as often as I can. Whatever, we're I'm all coming to, to you. I'm we're looking, gonna, I'm looking you. to take yeah. Second City by storm. So yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll see what I, uh, happens Second when I get City, there. All of it. Yeah, we're well, gonna be there. We'll visit you. Yeah, you'll give us gigs and yeah. stuff. Just sleep on my couch. Yeah, there we go. Come visit me, and you can sleep on my couch. Perfect. <laughs> and today's episode of the Oki Show Show is brought to you by your internal monologue. This seems like it's going really well, but you can't really be sure until it's over. <laughs> and you can visit the Oki Show Show at prairiedogpictures.com slash blog. You can listen and subscribe. Please subscribe to the podcast at iTunes Podcasts, and uh, just look up Oki Show Show. And then uh, you can also check me out on Twitter, at Oki Show Show, at Instagram, at Oki Show Show, all over the place. And uh, if you have any kind of news or um, auditions or anything like that, you can email me at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at prairiedogpictures.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the show. Thank you. Hopefully this will not be the only time. Uh, I'm looking forward to to coming back. back. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully next time it will be live. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This is the Oki Show Show. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>